Thanks to Mack Weldon for supporting the instance. Mack Weldon is a premium men's essentials brand that believes in smart design and high-quality fabrics. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash instance and enter promo code instance and buy BetterHelp. Thanks for supporting the instance. For 10% off your first month, go to BetterHelp.com slash instance and start living a better life today. Welcome to The Instance, everyone. This is The Instance, episode 450, sorry, 654. Did that backwards. I don't know why. It's uh, November 5th, 2021. Welcome to a new month and a new era of The Instance. That's right. Today, we launch our brand new Patreon. Yes, that's right. And you might say to yourselves, wait, what about The Instance Plus program that you used to have? Uh, it's gone. It's done. And you've all been notified. We sent out emails to everybody, uh, to, took, took extra time and care to make sure everybody was notified and said, hey, we're moving over here to this uh, to this Patreon, which is at patreon.com slash instance, where we have a lot more control over RSS feeds and content and bonus stuff and all that. And uh, really, it's not a huge change for you because you're already supporting us. You just shift over and do it. But for everybody else who's like, okay, well, I've been waiting for this because I already do a bunch of stuff on Patreon. It's as easy as clicking support on a brand new page. Go to patreon.com slash instance. That's patreon.com slash instance and sign up today. It's all there and there'll be more coming. We just, you know, we started with the bare bones basics just to get things off the ground. But uh, there's a video there. There's a bunch of stuff explaining what we do and what you get. And uh, we want you to head over there. So patreon.com slash instance. Welcome, if you will, with me, Mr. Garrett Weinzerl to the show. Hello, Garrett. Hi, Scott. Happy Friday. Thanks, man. It, it would have been a great. good bit to intro the show like you had just reached the instance t- customer support. Oh. Where it's like, press four if you weren't aware that we ended the previous support package. There you go. Oh, like okay. Yeah. That's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah. That's not a bad story. And we could have said, why don't you just tell me what movie you want to see? We could have pulled a Seinfeld. But you had a bumper that sounds like a touchstone phone. It'd be great. Yeah, it'd be great. Uh, also with us, of course, Jocelyn Kearney uh, sitting over there in lovely Canada. Hello, uh, Jocelyn. How are you? Hello. Hello. I'm I'm. Good. I'm I'm loving this new format. That intro was really fun. We got to talk about Marvel. Like yeah. I love talking to you guys anyways. And normally it's just like, whoo, blinders, video games, let's go. Yep. But yeah, we had some we had some fun chit chat. We really did. I hope people enjoy it. And uh that's the whole idea is that people enjoy it. And uh, we'll do it every week. You'll get bonus stuff from us. Doesn't cost you a dime other than your basic support of, of us on the Patreon. Uh, to get it. And everybody at every level gets it, I should say. So it doesn't matter how low or high you go. You will get the bonus show where we did talk a lot about Marvel this morning. And I, I think you guys will enjoy it. So do check that out. Also, why is Canada charging me double for shipping right now? Can you tell me what's I'm going sorry. on? It's, I don't get <laughs> I it. I apologize on behalf of my nation. <laughs> is it you guys? Is it us? I don't know what happened, but I'm paying like dub, Like if something was 10 bucks to ship to Canada, it's now 20. So every and everything just scales up like that. I don't know what's going on. I hate it. I hate yeah, our money's it. worth more than yours. What gives? <laughs> oh, wait a second. We just opened the border. Or we're opening the border. Something's oh. happening with the border. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I don't know. It's it's winter. Everybody's hunkering down. Who knows what the hell's going on? But They're all coming here. Yeah. The, the amount of damn Toronto plates have been stuck behind this week. Yeah. There <laughs> no you go. way. Yep. So there's your candidate. Well, we're all vaccinated now, so we can come to Florida. <laughs> it didn't stop you last year. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Uh, well, well done, Canada. Canada. All right, time for us to move on and do 
into a show. <laughs> Was that Akira? Yeah, it's from Akira. Every time uh, I, I do this on a couple of shows, anytime Canada comes up, Canada! that gets played. That's just the rule. I didn't make the rules. I literally made the rules. But uh, <laughs> but that's beware your giant monster arms. There you have it. Let's get into today's topic. Blizzard did something weird this week, and it's a great jumping off point for a discussion. And by weird, well, we'll let's we'll let the listener define what they think is weird about this. I think it's a little bit weird and also not that new. Just I do kinda, think you could start any day by saying Blizzard did something weird today. I mean, the yeah. whole week, it's been another kind of bad week for Blizzard. The co co runner of the company left um, the the I forgot her name. What's her name? I can't remember the other guys who's still there's name either. But anyway, they're not uh, this this dual uh, running of, of a, a man and woman in charge of things at Blizzard uh, has ended. And uh, also their earnings call was weird. And they're also delaying everything. And it's just not a great week. But uh, they did announce this very strange thing that uh, and I'll explain as we discuss this why I think it's strange. But this idea called the World of Warcraft Community Council that will help determine the future of the game. Uh, this got us thinking about the larger picture. Should players have a say in how games are made? We'll get into all that in a second. But uh, part of their announcement was submissions are open to any player interested in taking part in the program. So basically they want any player anywhere, if they think they've got something to say, they can apply. Uh, once players are selected, they're given the ability to post in a new discussion forum that is publicly visible to everyone. That's an important point we'll get back to. Uh, in this new forum, they'll ask members to share their experience and perspectives on anything in the game, and some topics may be started by Blizzard devel- developers and community managers. <clears throat> Responses and updates from Blizzard will uh, be posted there so they can easily be discussed by the entire community. A private discussion will also be set up for council members to encourage direct interaction between members. Uh, separate conversations between smaller groups of members at Blizzard, or, uh, excuse me, and Blizzard developers will be encouraged to ensure players with differing perspectives are heard. Uh, these may take the form of live chats between council members and WoW devs. Um, they go on to say what their what their goals are and, and this sort of thing. Um, my main takeaway from this is this is nothing new. I don't know if you guys remember, they used to have like, um, what was it called? The Dark Below Forum? Yes. Was that it? The Dark Below? That was the idea of that thing, right? Players and devs working together finally talking about shit together and 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 that kind of just dissipated and went away um they have a forum where influencer types uh via discord kind of can see what's going on or have discussions that mostly boils down to the community team making you know announcement posts and then us deciding if we're going to do content around it so that isn't really you know ultimately a, a, a way of building uh you know a council but moreover, I'm curious how you guys just in general feel about them them doing this. And do you think it actually is going to do anything? Like my 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 main takeaway, I have so many thoughts on this. So I'm trying to be, co- you know, cohesive about it. But my main takeaway is I don't know that having players co-develop the game, having that many cooks in the kitchen, and I'm not saying they're going to literally be, you know, they're not going to be literally in the room with them. But the implication is, is, hey, we want to do things to the game that you guys want. So you're going to say a bunch of stuff, and then we're either going to do it or not. And, ch- and more times out of, out of most, you're not going to put it in. Why, why, why would you? You're not going to do this by committee. You're going to still just make whatever game you're going to make. Um, 
so Jocelyn, well, let's 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 get some of these thoughts out early. Just just on the on the street level of what Blizzard's doing here, do you think this is valuable to a game, or do they already have all the feedback they need, and it's just a matter of acting on some and not on others? And like, what's the point of this? Do you think? So that that was my big question when I saw this announcement. Is I'm just like, why? They had so many avenues of feedback, and I think 9.1.5 is an admission that they were wrong on a lot of levels, and they had to do this in BFA2, where they walked back a lot of their systems, they made a lot of changes, they finally did all the things that players in beta had told them that they wanted, and it's just like, you've got the feedback already. Like, why bother with this council crap if you're not going to (laughs) listen? So, like, I just, I kind of look at this and I'm like, I don't know who or what this is for. Because, like, the feedback is out there if they want it and they either didn't want it or read it and chose to ignore it. So, I, I don't know, like, if this is them admitting they've been wrong for expansions and that they should listen to the community more or... If this is them just trying to placate us when we say you don't listen to us and they're like, oh, fine, we don't listen. Have a community council then. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, like, I really don't know why they're doing ske- this. <laughs> skepticism is is high. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it, it is to me. Yeah, it does also feel weird. Like, I will be the first to admit, like, I don't think this is for us. Like, we have lines of communication as influencers. <laughs> I hate that term. You they love that word. I could tell. There. Yeah, I could tell as you said it how much you love that word. That God, you just love saying dude, it. Dude, like, ugh, it's the pits. Yeah, um, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't want to, I like, I like it when people argue with me. I don't want to influence you. <laughs> this is just yeah. my thoughts. Um, yeah, it, it does seem weird. Like, there's a million and one ways to, to put your thoughts and give your feedback. Um, and really, like, yeah, I'm with you, Joss. Like, I feel like, a, like a large, you know, vocal majority of the player base or vocal majority, who knows? Um, but feel like they weren't listened to. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. and so I don't, I don't really know how this does anything different. So like, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's bad, but from there's like more and more, I look at things as like the game of winning over hearts and minds. Like this is all like, everything is like, everything is PR, whether, whether it feels like it is or or it isn't. Um, and like there's the companies I feel that do their public relations. Well, do their community development. Well, are the ones that come across as human and, and approachable and fallible. Um, and I think a a big issue of of World of Warcraft's outreach in the last few years has been this feeling that they 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 don't want to kind of own up to when things don't work. Like they'll make changes, but it feels like it was like drug tooth and nail to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's never like there's never just this moment of like ah crap yeah we tried that oh we're sorry y'all that didn't work. Like we see other games and and stuff like do those types of admissions and, and it does work and it does kind of help build trust back. Um, And, and so by, by contrast, this feels this announcement of this, what they're calling the, the, the the council feels so sterile and cold and calculated and like the absolute opposite of like a community like I, I would be more. I'm. This is like on the same level of uh, 
I am interested in it as like hearing about a local school board PTA meeting. Yeah. 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 More worse than that even. And, and I, and that, that is, that's exactly the feeling I got from it. Um, I you know I watched the video. I understand that at the core of this, there, this may be well-intentioned and that somebody over there is maybe finally saying, well, we, you know, we, we clearly haven't been listening to feedback, so maybe we should be more and less insulated into our own thoughts and, and, and whatever. But my, my whole takeaway would be you already have all the feedback on the planet. You're just now doing this weird little formalized version of it where honestly you're setting people up for a problem. Um, the fact that this is going to be a, a public forum. So anything, any of these quote unquote community council members say will be public, which means everybody's going to dogpile people anytime they say anything they don't want to, they don't like. So if somebody on there who is publicly saying under their public internet name, I think you should do this to the game. They're going to get harassed on Twitter. They're going to get shit on wherever they are. They're going to get crap. And I think that's a bad precedent. Um, I'm not saying it should all be private either. I'm saying it probably just shouldn't exist. We have every, in 2021, every possible avenue of communication is already happening. And you're already getting that feedback. A lot of it you may not like. And having this formal room of people, quote unquote room, is not going to change that. It's not going to affect it. It's not going to fix it. And it's also going to put some of these people who may be otherwise more critical, it's going to put them in a position where they feel like they can't be because now they're all formalized and they're nervous and they don't want, you know, they don't want to say what they really think or whatever. It's just odd to me that they're well, doing it's a one-year it. program too, right? So right. even if you get in in the first wave, then there's a chance that if like, like who knows what the reason might be, but you might not get in the next year. So it's like you give all your feedback and if Blizzard's like, uh, yeah, we don't like that feedback and you just don't get in the next year. Yeah. <laughs> so like there's this really weird like gatekeeping thing going on here. And I don't know. It just it's it's just doesn't feel great to me. And uh, Princess Delirium in the chat room is making a really good point, too, that I was going to make a little bit later. But um, like Blizzard in a lot of cases has said we've heard your feedback on X system, but we think it's good. So we're not changing it. And then having to roll it back a few patches later because, you know, they're they're losing users or, you know, the feedback has just gotten to the point that it can't be ignored anymore or like, so they're hearing it. (laughs) They're just not acting on it. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know what role this council is going to play. That's going to change that relationship. Yeah. They're going to suddenly act on it. I I just don't, I just uh, maybe, I mean, maybe this will, maybe in a year we're all blown away by the effect it had. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm always open to these possibilities and that's, that sounds great. Uh, if you can do it, I just have very little faith that it will. Um, primarily because I think it's a deep seated thing. Garrett may agree or disagree with this, depending on what I say here. Cause you know, it comes from an artist background and understands these things too. But the idea of design by committee in just its mm. raw concept is effed. Like I, if you're going <laughs> to, if you're going to make something like, um, uh, Hey, we're all making a, uh, a big mural downtown on a giant wall, bring your paint and let's go. That's different. And you're going to look for, you're going to see a wall with crazy diversity and everybody got like a five foot section and did something crazy with their space. And the the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And it's this big, beautiful thing. That's an example of design by committee that actually works and does so with design by committee in mind, right? When you're building a video game and you want your players to play it, and it used to be that Blizzard believed in this more than anything, you build an amazing experience and it was amazing. It was, you knew it was great because people wanted to play it. 
and people played it and had very little to complain about because what you made was rad. If you start doing it by committee and saying, well, we can't do this, and this is where we can maybe pull the camera out and look at the game's business in general. Um, they're meant to make the thing. That's their literally their job. And our job is to either like it and pay for it or not like it and be either mad we paid for it or don't pay for it at all. That's literally or, the uh, relationship. Or don't play Final Fantasy. Or don't. <laughs> <laughs> or You're go play Final Fantasy. Now, eh? <laughs> yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to more on that later. Garrett's new obsession here in a minute, but um, but yeah, like this this is to me that is a weird road to go as a company who knows how to make incredible experiences in the past, including World of Warcraft and various stages of the game. And you your your feedback was, is it good? <laughs> Is it not good? And if it was good, you were great. You kept making what was good and you knew it was good. You, you you would have that feedback and you would know that it was good, but you weren't asking people to come in and say, now, how would you design this differently? What would, what should Thrall have a mustache? I mean, it's an odd thing to involve people in that way. Just uh, like if yes, I was to by say, the way, the answer to that is yes. The answer is always yes. yes. I know. I realize as I said, Thrall it, should it absolutely be. have a mustache. Everybody wants Thrall to have a mustache, but, um, but do you see what I'm saying? I don't want to do a painting and say, all right, here's my new oil painting. It's, Could you all come in here and, and tell me how to do it? Like, I don't. There's, I, there's a something. balance, right? Like there's because yeah. a video game of this scale is is designed by committee committee. Like there are a lot of hands uh, building World of Warcraft always has been. Um, so it's, to me, it's a little more complicated. Like I get, I definitely get where you're coming from, Scott. And yeah, as someone who also like, uh, <laughs> like what part of the way I keep a roof over my head, it's not just podcasts right. is, is doing contract work and being a freelance creative. Yep. Um, and there's nothing worse. <laughs> there's nothing worse than too many people being involved yeah. in, in a decision-making process. Cause it, it, it can be nightmarish, uh, at, at times. Um, Actually, I mean, at the end of the day, it really just depends on the type of person. But yeah, the too many cooks in the kitchen, that sort of a thing. I am a big, big fan of uh, uh, who would have thought I'd bring in a car reference. I love the Henry Ford quote. <laughs> if I had asked people what they wanted, they would have asked for faster horses. Like, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, to a certain degree, yes. You, you need a visionary who just has an idea and and, and runs with it and, and blows your mind and surprises you and exceeds all expectations. Yeah. But that well, the Warcraft's not there. It, it's already done that. It is so far past the point of like, we've hit the ground running. This is our vision. We surprised you all. We pushed the envelope of what an MMO can be. It, it is. How many years old is this damn game now? I literally, I literally don't know. 16, the, 16 years. 16? It's old enough to drive in the yeah. United States. The yeah. world of Warcraft could go get a driver's license. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll uh, hit. It'll it be. Would probably, it would probably be. Uh, it probably be time gated. Um, Wait a minute. We're actually <laughs> only seven. Is that seventeen years? Because we are two years away from the twenty. I think 20 this years. is coming up on seventeen. Yeah, it must or be. Because two thousand four, late oh four, right? Yeah, so twenty twenty four. No, it's in November. Is the anniversary? Yeah, dear God. Oh, um, dude, it's about to be yeah. twenty years old. Oh my gosh. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, like my point being though, like is is older now, and like World of Warcraft, like. It, it, it is this, it is this two way street. Like it belongs as much to the community as it does to the studio that makes it. Um, and, and like the trials and tribulations of the last couple of expansions, I think are really, really like a, a shining example of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's like, 
So in, in terms of like, is it good? Is it bad? Like I, you, I think you just, with a game that lives as long as it does as like world of Warcraft or, you know, any other game like that, any of these games as services that live and die on having a, a, a thriving community of players, it has to be a two way street. You need equal parts of the studio itself making big steps, pushing the envelope, doing something that kind of catches players by surprise. It's not what they asked for, Mm -hmm. but also at the same time, making these quality of life improvements and, and, and still some, you know, you still need to have some match of expectations. Sure. Well, in, in the larger scheme of things, it feels like smaller games would have a better time with this. Like to me, it's a scale issue. And so you even kind of made a, uh, you brushed past it a little quickly, but it's a point about, how the games are, a de- are, they're designed by committee as a as a rule. Uh, a game like this is hundreds and maybe thousands of people at the company making decisions, small or large, that affect the trajectory of that game. And so internally, it's already a work of many minds and many hands. Um, but as you scale down and get to like an indie of some sort, let's say it's a you know small game made by six people in a small office somewhere. Valheim. Uh, Valheim. Great example. Because, you know, everyone loves Valheim or, you know, even even a team like, uh, you know, they're getting bigger all the time. But the the Hades folks, um, uh, big giant games or big, huge, giant, big, giant, giant, giant ass games, whatever it is. I always forget who, who, who what company that is. But they've, they've been a reference so long and they've made so many bangers that I don't think of them. Yeah, they they're don't make giant. any they super don't make giant. any garbage, which is crazy. But they uh, every game they've ever made has been good. But but they're that's an example of. You know, six, seven, 10, 12 people at this stage having an influence over the trajectory of that game. And that's, I, to me, that seems like a much more tenable <laughs> group of people having an influence. And, and, and those kind of people, I feel like, could reach out to, to players and say, hey, what do you think of this latest build? And then get enough feedback that it's not overwhelming but it's substantial and they can make decisions based on some of that feedback because they just weren't seeing it the way the players did or they're too close to the project i I certainly understand that concept of being way too close to the thing you're working on and needing somebody from the outside to give you a little bit of assistance um i can't think of any games in particular that would benefit from doing this because all the ones that are as a service like world of warcraft Fortnite, you know whatever the scale is off the charts and you're asking for you're asking for um, finite feedback <laughs> from a sol- you know even if it's a select group of people, I just think that sounds impossible. So I just don't know why you'd waste your time with it. Other unless all you're trying to do is say, "Hey, we're up to some stuff. We changed McCree's name. We put a uh, some flowers up where the half naked lady was. Um, we got this other business, and now." a council that you can be like, maybe that's all this is. It's window dressing. Um, and I understand why they'd want to be doing a bunch of that. I'm not, I don't even decry it. I just don't, I just kind of am seeing it for what it is. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we're basically having two conversations, right? Which is like, what do we think of this one specific thing? And then what do we think about the broader topic of, Mm -hmm. of letting your community influence your game? And it's just like, I think the blizzard thing is weird. I think letting your community influence your game is good in proper doses. Yeah. Like if this was let's let's try to change the perspective. Like Jocelyn, you're you and I like ESO a lot. We're fans. Um, Very true. That latest uh, the 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 final bit of the latest expansion just dropped, so people should go play that. Um, 
that game, I never hear anything about internal strife or issues or any, you never hear anything about any of that. Zenimax seems to just be pumping along. For all I know, it's, it's rife with <laughs> horrible experiences yeah, and awful. Be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Everyone's abusing everybody there. I have no idea. Aren't, I mean, aren't they look, never mind. I'm going to make, a, I was going to make a terrible joke about how you can't abuse people. If it's so damn cold, you don't leave your house ever. Oh but, uh, man. Never mind. Well, yeah, that's a bad joke. Abuse yourself. Stop that right now. Yeah. Well done. Uh, so, uh, but, but you never hear about it over there. And so if they today came out and said, Hey, we're doing a thing and it's a community outreach thing and we're going to make a council of elders and we're all going to come in here and do a thing. Would it land different on us? I think it might. I think it probably would. Um, I mean, obviously, right now, everyone is looking at Blizzard with this kind of skeptical face and, you know, not really believing that their intentions are good in any way, shape or form. Um, And I think we feel like we're being... Uh, maybe not talked down to, but like, you know, oh, fine, you guys want this. Here's the thing that you asked for. Like, we're not actually going to (laughs) care. So there's that kind of like feeling, whether it's true or not. I think that's just how the community is really feeling in the world of Blizzard right now versus in other games like ESO. I just go into that game and I just play it and I have fun and I haven't heard any super horrible stories and the community is super great. And I mean, there's still people doing like crazy Skyrim fan art, fan art and stuff. Like everyone just like in the Elder Scrolls community universe just seems so happy. Mm-hmm. They're pretty <laughs> like, chill. Even like I'm still in general chat in ESO. <laughs> like, yeah. That's how fine it is over there. Same. I'm in there too and I don't have problems <laughs> yeah. with it. And I also, I can say things in there and get answers like in seconds and they're yeah, always really nice and thoughtful. people helping people. Yeah. It's Imagine great. Imagine that craziness. I mean, part of that is part of that is scale. And of course, Final Fantasy 14 yeah. famous for having a really supportive and strong community. I mean, who knows with all these with all these people leaving WoW and going there, some of some of that riffraff may end up stinking up the pot. <laughs> I don't know. But there's such a, a meta thing happening right now, I think, with MMO players. Like, I, th- I, th- I think a lot of us are so. Um, kind of tired with making excuses for world of warcraft that when we have finally let go and let ourselves try other experiences we're just so happy to be relaxed and just enjoying the game for what it is as opposed to trying to critique it for what it isn't that i think we're just in better moods yeah like because uh, yeah i've been playing I, I i started playing final fantasy for uh, what I would describe legitimately as academic purposes. I was just like, why, <laughs> why do people give so much of a shit about this game? Um, and I, I, I do legitimately think I am hooked now. Yeah. You get it now. Um, yeah. Yeah. I played too much of it this week. I had to crunch this week. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be gone next week doing an anniversary with my wife. And uh, so I was like crunching hard. And then this happened. And I was like, damn it. So I'm just, I'm not, I have not had enough sleep this week because I've been uh, doing a bunch of crunch and also playing Final Fantasy. Yeah. So nothing wrong with that. Um, Once in a while, you yeah, gotta, and that you was the experience I had. Decisions. Like everyone's just really nice and really helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's and, a nice change, uh, right? It was weird when I ended up in one dungeon and I, I ended up in one dungeon with some person that was like chain pulling. And that was weird yeah. because up until that point I hadn't experienced that. Everyone was like, Oh, it's your first time here. Well, let me tell you, this is what this boss fight's doing. We'll take the pulls nice and slow. Everyone was super nice and super helpful. And then I got one where it was like a World of Warcraft dungeon. And the guy was just like chain pulling. And I'm like, oh, I know where you're from. I know yeah. what game you came in <laughs> you're from. You're from yeah. WoW, aren't you? Tell, yeah. You're not from around these parts, are you? Yeah. <laughs> you're, a, yeah. you're a refugee from a very specific boat. Hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> yes. Um, yeah. And the other thing I noticed with the game is um, the, the like, kind of the third party fan sites. They're terrible. Uh, the information on them are uh, horribly unhelpful and sometimes just plain wrong yeah. and incorrect. So I have had to resort to like tweeting and asking people how to do things in this game. And holy crap. Yeah. Everyone's just like really nice and uh, super helpful. I haven't been judged for being a noob yet, yeah. which is weird. I'm used, I'm used to being like, oh my God, go back to whatever. I don't know, whatever game. Whatever game spat you out. Yell at you for, but. Yeah. I mean that you, yeah, I, I, uh, you make, you make a really solid point about kind of just the space we're in right now and how, how discordant it would feel if tomorrow it was revealed that, uh, the square offices and the, and the developers that run that game, uh, that there was some horrible, awful thing happening, right? It would change. It would make us go, well, damn it. We just came here because you guys were supposed to be not, you know, like we would have that, that, that feeling again. And the problem with this council thing to bring it back around, I think, is that Blizzard is still in cocky town. I think they still think, well, we're Blizzard and these other games wouldn't exist without us. And they're probably right. But when you have that attitude and that sort of reigns supreme, that you're Blizzard and that you always have, you know, you've been Blizzard for so long. You've always made these amazing games and you you literally changed the face of gaming because they have. It's almost impossible to not be cocky about it. And that cockiness is the last thing they need right now. Like right now, they don't need it. So everything that is looks like it's not them being cocky, like this council thing, like other stuff, feels performative and not genuine. And, and that, that, I don't know what yeah. that's going to take it, time, I guess that takes time to prove otherwise. Yeah. It, it's, it, it, this one does, it just does stand out as strange to me because like looking at the changes that they have been making to art and whatnot, and also previewing future changes, like they said, they're going to add like a, 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 an incubus to yeah. offset the succubus, uh, as a warlock. Like those changes I think are really cool. And like when we finally got, a a message, from the team because that stuff is getting data mined and people are like oh my god boobs are now fruit this is ridiculous <laughs> like which i can't not laugh at that it's hilarious um so I, I get i get the pushback a little bit but i thought the change like i get it like the, the 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 letter that came out was basically saying hey we're doing what we can like we think these this these changes are important to us and it's changes change that we can affect and so we are going to do it and i think that's rad i champion the crap out of that yeah um but this 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 community council thing that's why it like it sticks out to me because I'm like, huh, I've, like nine point one point five is you put Joss. It really does seem like them finally really starting to listen to some player concerns, and the art changes I think are healthy for the game in the long run. Uh, this community thing just feels like, well, why, why, why are you bothering? Yeah. Uh, which is, I think you could sum up our conversation to at this point. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I guess all right. So I wrote down some pros and cons. We'll see if we like any of these. Um, the pros would be letting those most exposed to your game express how they're doing and how they're feeling. That seems like a basic baseline uh, concept, and I, I don't disagree with it. If you are completely oblivious to how gamers feel about your game, this gives you more. Another pro might be can't say you're not hearing player feedback, I guess. Is is that a pro? I don't know if it's a <laughs> like pro. you can't ever feign ignorance anymore, right? That, that like, is a funny pro, yeah, isn't it? You pointed out too, like they say so often, like we've heard feedback on this, and we just don't we're, we and, just and don't I, agree. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing either. Like if if you if the creators think it's the right move, like I, it's their prerogative by all means. If it continues to play out like so many times it has, and it's not great, then. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a whine about it too, like the rest of everybody. But um, Joss yeah, is right, though. It's like me saying a pro is 
your cat is not currently shitting on the carpet is a pro. You know, what I, you know what I mean? Like, it's not really a, it's not the kind of thing you tout as a pro, I suppose. I w- yeah, I don't want to write that down. I just want that to always be the case. Yeah. <laughs> now, my, my daughter's cat, she doesn't know that. It's a piece of shit, that cat. Anyway, we won't get into cats. <laughs> Whoa! We got this cat. I say she, it's a he. It's Deckard Kane is the cat. Um, although after the Blizzard mess, Carter says it's now Deckard from Blade Runner, so we had a backup uh, there. If, if, you know, if she was feeling bad about Blizzard, and she was. But anyway, the point is, this cat... Uh, is great, nice, like to cuddle up to you, be all sweet, and then swipe at your face for no reason. It's that kind of cat. So when it barfs or poops someplace, it just makes me want to not have a cat. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, let's go to cons. Letting the customer come into the kitchen to make the food. Bad idea, in my opinion. Uh, it depends on how literally you take their feedback, I guess. Uh, it changes your vision, potentially. And if you have a good, solid vision, you should see it through. For good or for ill, I'm a big believer in that. Now, when millions and billions of dollars are on the line, obviously that that changes. But the smaller the team, I think the better chance you have of, of holding the line on your vision. Uh, and then finally, get loads of stuff you are not actually going to act on, thus deepening the trust problem. And that right there, to me, is where this all ends up. Uh, for this or anyone else trying to do this, I think you're setting yourself up to say, we want to hear what you say so we can do what you want. And then what happens is everyone says, well, here's what we have to say. And then Blizzard goes, okay, cool. We're not doing any of that. And then the trust problem goes on. So they are now they have now put themselves in a position that they have to show something substantive from this council or it will be another stain. <laughs> and, and it's a no win if they don't act on it. They have to act on it now or it's just worse for them. And I don't know how they... I don't know how you fix that. Like it's painting yourself in a corner a little bit. Um, anyway, that's my take. Any further thoughts, comments, feelings that we should express or work through here? <laughs> <laughs> so many feelings. So, yeah. so many feelings. So many. Um, I think like my big, um, my big kind of question around, it, it, I guess it's, it's kind of blizzard specific, but the thing that I've been thinking a lot about lately with fan feedback going into Blizzard is like, I really wish I knew because I'm assuming it's a lot, but I really wish I knew how much of their decisions were really driven by money because you brought up a point earlier on, Scott, where you said that like they used to make games with fun in mind, right? Like you make a fun game, then people want to play it. Yay. And it feels like we're getting that experience right now in ESO. You guys are getting that experience in Final Fantasy where the game is just super fun so you're putting all kinds of hours into it. Well, how does it feel like that anymore? No. And it feels like they're putting so many systems in that are just designed to make people feel like they have to play and not that they want to play. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, and I feel like that feedback has been given and I'm not sure why they're not acting on that. Because if someone comes to you and says, hey, this system you've put in is really not fun. It's a game. It should be fun. That seems like it should be easy to easy to change, easy to want to fix, you yeah, know, but yeah. they don't. And I just part of me is like just so mad at them and so cynical that I'm like, well, obviously it's the dollars got to keep those monthly active users. But then I look at us and our hours and other MMOs these past few weeks and months and I'm like, they're 
they're not getting more money out of me, but they're getting my time. <laughs> like, they're getting so much of my time. And I keep logging into WoW and logging right back out again because I'm like, this is bad. I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to play. You're not, <laughs> so yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, I don't want to play. It's not fun. <laughs> and you, you alluded to it earlier, and, it's, and they used to say this with their own voices. They would say, we want to make the kind of games we want to play. Well, if they're still doing that, they don't want to play very good games right now, or at least in the case of WoW. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like, do they, do they, are they upset as obsessed as you used to hear about them being with their own game where they would go home at night, raid all night and do all that? Are they doing that anymore? I'm going to guess not. I could be totally wrong. Ian Hazakostas may be doing a 40 man in classic right now for all. I, I don't know, but I don't think so. I don't think they're as into it as they used to be. And that, that, that would be a big indicator. Like, are you all playing your game? Like the way you used to play it? If you're not, then maybe you're not making the game you want to play anymore. You know, maybe you're I'm, also I hear about a lot of people at Blizzard playing Final Fantasy. Yeah, I do, too. <laughs> Some of the best tips I got this week were from my Blizzard friends. Yeah, from Blizzard people. <laughs> and it's and, and that's always been true that they love gaming, right? They're not like exclusive to their own games. Um, the whole reason why it happened is they all got hooked on EverQuest and wanted to do it a better version of that. Guys, I'm wearing a shirt right now that I got from Mac Weldon, and I love it. It's very comfortable. Anyway, Mac Weldon, it, Weldon, if you haven't heard of them, well, you should. I don't know how you haven't, but they're a premium men's essentials brand that believes in smart design and high-quality fabrics. I knew this before, and I know it even more now. If you're looking to save time on deciding what to wear, Mac Weldon has a solution for you with their new daily wear system. The daily wear system has clothes made with performance fabrics, and really smart designs. And this includes breathable t-shirts and polos, stylish button-ups, which is what I'm wearing right now, and shorts, underwear, more. Uh, some great socks, too, by the way. I love my socks. Mac Weldon makes it easy to dress for any occasion, whether it be work, leisure, or play. I think my favorite is this button-up that I'm wearing. Oh, I wish you could see it. These socks are amazingly comfortable. I'm wearing those right now as well. Uh, I have some amazing pants I got from them a few months ago. It's amazing. I just feel comfortable in everything. And the size fits. As soon as I get it, bam, I'm in. For 20% off your order, visit MacWeldon.com slash instance and enter promo code instance. That's MacWeldon.com slash instance with the promo code instance for 20% off. MacWeldon, radically efficient wardrobing. And we also want to thank our friends at BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp is supporting the show. And I want you guys to get a good deal at BetterHelp. We'll talk about that in a second. But you got to ask yourself sometimes, what helps... I don't know, interfere with your happiness. What's getting in your way? You got to achieve some goals, but something's in the way. Well, BetterHelp will assess those needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll connect in a safe, private online environment. It's very convenient. You can start communicating in, I don't know, under 48 hours. That's pretty good. You never have to sit in that uncomfortable waiting room again. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. And they're available for clients worldwide. Anything you share is confidential. And they'll help you with everything from depression, stress, anxiety, sleeping issues, trauma, grief, anger, uh, family conflicts. You name it. They're there to help. In fact, so many people are doing it. They're recruiting new counselors in all 50 states. Uh, it's in a, a super easy service to use. And I highly recommend it. Start living a happier life today. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com instance. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash instance for 10% off your first month. That's a good deal. Your first month, 10% off. 
Thanks, BetterHelp. I have a, I'm going to make a weird Star Wars analogy here. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> I was always really, really excited. And I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know me, I, 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 I'm not the world's biggest prequel hater. I kind of enjoy parts of them. Sure. Um, but I was, I was always excited to see a Star Wars movie that like didn't have Lucas's involvement. It's not because I'm a big Lucas hater, but it's because I grew up with it. Yeah. And it, you know, it's been around a long time and I was really like, I always wanted to see someone else get to play in the, in the star Wars tool chest yeah. or toy chest is what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it was kind of Rocky obviously with the, the, the new movies, I enjoy them, but you know, it wasn't a grand slam for everyone. But what I think is a really good example of this is the Mandalorian. Mm. Uh, I think Mandalorian is a really strong example of getting to see someone else play with like, it, like someone who grew up with star Wars, they get to go kind of take it and run, yeah. like take the baton and run. And and I was, I was kind of at a point um, in BFA where I was like, I was like, yeah, man, uh, give me someone who grew up on like vanilla BC and Lich King. I can't wait to see their rendition of world of Warcraft. Yeah. And I, and I thought we were there and I, and I don't think we are. No. <laughs> I think we're, I think, I think even though like heads of the games have changed and whatnot, like I still, I'm with you on the, on the, like for lack of a better word, the cockiness factor. Like yeah. I think, I think star Wars got kind of weird because it was, it was directors. It was people in charge that like no one said no to. Um, yeah. And, and I see a lot really of this. I, I have that same feeling with what I see as as the the low points of World of Warcraft over the past few expansions. Yeah, I agree with that. That's actually a really good comparison. The Star Wars, I mean, it was just so like the latest three movies were so careful and so standard and so duplicated of the original trilogy and 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 all of that. Which there. I liked, except for Rise of Skywalker. The final one was such a that you want to talk about something that looked like it was built by committee. That yeah, was that like, last one. Was and definitely. we've got this piece that goes here, and we've got this piece that goes here. Yeah. Do you like dark side stuff? Here's the Death Star too. You remember that, don't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, what else do we? <laughs> you like the Return of the Jedi? Here's the Emperor. How would he come back? No one effing knows or cares. <laughs> like it was just. It was so. Uh, you could see the seams. Like I know Last Jedi was like controversial, but like at least it tried something. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, I agree. I had my issues with Last Jedi. Nothing made me like that movie more than seeing Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I mean, the way you do it, you just you already explained it. Like you have someone come in and sort of disrupt things with a fresh take, and they did that with Filoni and um, Favreau with the Mandalorian, and hopefully some of that stuff, the offshoot stuff from that book of book of Fe- Boba Fett and all that. Hopefully that all you know continues that trend, but. Uh, on a, um, for game studios, like what does that even look like? Does it look like a shakeup in leadership? Does it mean um, everybody on a different team? You know, they they swap out people and say we need we need fresh looks. Do they hire? You know, I don't know how they do that there. Like, how does that? It's just such a different business, and a game is such a different you know animal than a commitment for an eight episode series. Like, how do you do that? But I think them finding out how to do that might be what saves it. It might be the thing that gets us there. And the truth is, the game is, in a lot of ways, this is a, this is a game that's just aging out. And this happens to every MMO that came before it. It'll happen to everyone that came after it. At some point, your game starts to age out. It will always have its players, and it will continue on like EverQuest 1 and everything else. And you'll have something, but it will age out. And we're seeing that happen, and it's an uncomfortable process for those of us who've been so devoted to it 
And plus you have all the Blizzard mess, which adds to this, the Blizzard Activision mess. And it's just making it harder and harder. But just like from a broad perspective, this is also just a game that's getting really long in the tooth. And in another keeping up with what everyone else is doing in the space right now. Agreed. Agreed. That's the part I wanted to. I'm so glad you brought that up because and someone said in the chat as well. Other MMOs, we've been holding this as the standard for so long, and we just assume, well, this is the only good MMO, and everything else is a is a is a is a wannabe. But then you go look what they're actually doing, and in some ways, they're way ahead, and they're not even that young of an MMO. We're talking about games from twenty what twenty eleven was uh um uh, Final Fantasy was the reborn thing, right? I think. Well, tw- what was it? Twenty ten, I think, was initial release, and then it was such oh, then a they sacked, flop that yeah, they yeah. straight up turned it off for a while. Mm-hmm. That's right, um, and then did and it, it came back a couple years later. Did yeah. it again? I think yeah. twenty eleven or twenty twelve, something like that. So that's a long ass time yeah, for a game. Yeah, when Realm Reborn, I'm sure someone in chat room will get us. Yeah, but, someone will tell us. Um, but do you see what I'm yeah, saying it, though? It's, it's crazy. It's 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 that's uh, what was uh, in a. Uh, what is Adam Sandler? Was, uh, wedding singer? Or is he, he's losing his mind, and I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> like that's that's how it kind of feels with ESO and Final Fantasy right now. Um, a little bit to 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 kind of meme on it a bit, but um, yeah, a little bit. It's yeah, they're not. And I don't. I mean, they, they, I've got I've got analogies for days. It's like, and also like you know what the other point we haven't mentioned right now, and and I kind of touched on a hair is like I think we're all cranky and we needed to break from it. Mm. Like I'm not sure we necessarily were helping. Because mm. we were kind of screaming at them, yeah. um, which not saying that they didn't need to be shaken a little bit, but um, like I, I think WoW is also this game that came up in it, it, it. It's has been around since the birth of content creation as we know it too. So uh, people playing when they wouldn't be playing otherwise because they're monetarily incentivized to do so yeah. uh, is another big part of this that we didn't really tap into. And we're part of that. Like yeah. I definitely have played wow when I didn't want to, because I was making money off of it. Yeah. Like yeah. 100%. Sure. Um, and so are other creators. And if they're, they tell you they're not, they're lying to you. Yeah. Um, so like, that's another thing to, to really kind of paint the very broad picture of all of the actors in this as well. So I, I think it'll be good for us to take a break and, and, and check out other games and, and wouldn't you see be, what do we like really jo- want to play. Jocelyn, would you just be thrilled to any year find out that the council thing just blew the socks off the game and it changed everything and it's all amazing. Oh, now. I thought you were going to say just blew up <laughs> and like fizzled. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, I'm a bit of a bitch, but I don't think I'm that bad. <laughs> I need a clip of that. I need a clip of that right now. Oh, that's funny. Oh, man. No, yeah. I mean, like, I mean we, is, we all want the best for it is what I'm saying, right? Yes, yeah. we do. We do. We do. And I think that like, that's really as much as we've been kind of crapping on them a lot today. Um, I think in the end, what all three of us want is to have a world of Warcraft that is so fun that we can't put down. We want to get back there again. However, that happens, whatever that looks like. And maybe this community council is how we do that. And if a year from now, they've taken all of the feedback from the community council and they've made the changes and it's a great game again, I will be super happy because, you know, like a lot of my friends were there. A lot of my friendships and my community was made through, you know, Hearthstone and World of Warcraft and and like Blizzard specifically. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I would love to see them do something good. But like, I mean, I go and look at 9.5 right now and I go or 9.1.5 and like they give you 
super fancy blue sparkle fairy wings, which is a thing I should absolutely want. And then they're like, oh, but it only lasts for five minutes. And then there's like a two hour cooldown. I'm like, why? Yeah, why? Why, why, why? Yeah. <laughs> why are you killing let, my sparkle fun? I don't understand. Oh my gosh. Why is that such a great, that's such a great example of the, of the problem. <laughs> hyper specific example. But it's so, it's so, it's hyper specific. But let me tell you something, Garrett, the next time you walk around with something like that on your head and or in uh, Final Fantasy, I guarantee it won't have a two hour cooldown. I guarantee it. It'll Listen, just be on your no head. no cooldown on being hot as F yeah. in Final Fantasy XIV. Like, and then, so I go talk to my husband. He's playing Final Fantasy, and he's like, look at how my cool character, and he looks like this. And then I push a button because I'm going to be now a white mage, and now I look like this. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, I, I have can ring a bell come out of my butt, a- but it never lasts. I can ring a bell, and a flamboyant barber will come and cut my hair. It's wonderful. Yeah, I love it. Exactly. There is a, there is a, there is a certain freedom or lack of like uh, i don't know i don't know how to explain it it just they're not so buttoned up and and maybe that's what we're looking for is less buttoned up and and also just less of a team who's like we we know the way we know the only right way so then you'd say well scott that's what the council's for we'll see we'll see i don't know if the council's <laughs> going to do any good or not but maybe this, this really snowballed into a larger uh, critique of world of warcraft as a whole and it I did i didn't mean it, it too <laughs> No, I, uh, this is this is I've, I've been wanting to have this chat with you too and I'm, I'm, i like that we ended up here no it's okay that we ended up here i think and it's and i think it's a, a really good discussion uh john jagger is in the chat my co- uh, core co-host says uh they don't put a timer on fun in final fantasy and i think that's a great way of putting it i wish blizzard would put less timers and gates in front of the fun um if there's my feedback call me a one day council member and use that feedback just aim <laughs> aim for all the fun in the world and quit holding back on the fun or stopping me from having it or, you know, making me do a million things before I can actually have it. There you go. I think that sums it up pretty well. All right. On that note, let's do an email. We got one right here. Check this out. Hello there. This is from a listener. Oh, uh, real quick. I want to talk about the games we play this week. Sorry. Let me jump into these real quick. So the final chunk of ESO landed for Black uh, Blackwood. Play it. You should play it. It's great. Wait, Blackwood? Yeah, Blackwood. Right. Yeah. Blackwood. Blackwood's the new one. Yeah. But I honestly so I played through that whole thing and it felt super finished. I mean, I don't know if you finished it, but like I got as far as you did confrontation thing. And I was like, damn, this is so cool. And then they're like the final chapter. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, they do this sometimes. (laughs) I remember ESO or uh, uh, um, elsewhere was like this. There's a there's a part of it where you're like, that was a hell of an ending. And then I was like, wait, they still have a whole other chapter coming. And then they and it was great, too. But they do that. They they feel like you feel like you just did the finale and there's still another episode and you're surprised. I think it's because this is the only time I've been like at the end of a zone at the time when they're still releasing content for that zone. Like normally when I hit stuff, like it's already all out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's a thing. It's fun, though. Uh, uh, Rogue Legacy 2 been playing that. The updates have been great. That game's going to hook me hard when it gets out of early access. Uh, it's shaping up nicely. Age of Empires 4, which landed on Game Pass playing it on pc that's the only place you can play it it's not on consoles but it's uh it's very good if you liked age of empires 2 you're going to be in heaven because this is very much that but in a new engine and beautifully made by relic entertainment and it's awesome i uh, don't even like rts's that much but boy howdy does age of empires and i have a nice loving relationship and then finally um i wanted to mention this one mainly because it's insane it's called unpacking it's on Game Pass as well. It's also available in other places. Uh, the Game Pass release was actually a surprise to me. I was going to get it either way. Unpacking is a game where you unpack shit. And I mean it. Here's what you do. You go into the kitchen, bunch of boxes, 
It's this lovely pixel world. You open a box and you start taking shit out of it and putting it where it goes. Here's a pot, put it there. Here's the thing, put it in the cupboard. Here's the toilet paper, take it in the bathroom, put it on the roll. Here's a towel, hang it on the rack. You unpack stuff and I love it. So, uh, hi, hi. Okay, Scott, uh, I still have boxes from my move like four years ago. You want to just come over? <laughs> I do too. I have, I have the unpacking happen that can happen right here. Right over here. I've got two boxes that I have not unpacked since 2013. Okay. Sitting right I saw there. this game and I was like, who would, who would play this? I don't know what it is. It's like a puzzle game and it hooked me hard and it's not like real life at all because I don't want to pack or unpack anything. So... I'm with you. When I come well, over, I, I mean, that, hey, I love The Sims, and frankly, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. So, <laughs> like, I get it. I love The Sims, but frankly, I don't want to live on this planet. Is a great line. That is a great line. Um, anyway, I, well, I found welcome it. Welcome to this week's the nihilistic podcast. <laughs> it's just another one of these, uh, you know, chore core games that I get hooked on, and I think it's a lovely little game. Uh, Joss, you also played Age of Empires. How, how's that going for you? Are you enjoying it? I did. I poked. I poked around a little. I mean, it's it's kind of um, like you said. It's it's more more Age of Empires. It's always good. Um, yep. I made the mistake of buying it on Steam and then realizing I had it on Game Pass and oh. I had to do the whole refund thing. <laughs> like, damn it! I wish there was some sort of central like aggregate service that was mm-hmm. like, hey, guess what? Here's the lowest price you can get on all of these freaking services you own. <laughs> yeah, there probably is. And I just we just don't know it. If anyone knows that, send that in because I would love to I would love to hear oh, it. But yeah, just yeah. something to tell me where to buy my games so I don't spend money. I don't need to. <laughs> John, and I don't know if this is like you, but John and I were talking about this with Age of Empires. I, uh, I'll, you know, I play through the campaign. I like the historical stuff. I like all of that. But what I really like to do in that game is put it on easy, do a cheat for all the money in the world. And then just build a massive city that nothing can penetrate and just play it like real-time Civ is how I play it. And I don't know if anyone else does that, but I love playing that game that way. I turtle up. I put up walls. Uh, Once in a while, an enemy will come and poke at the wall or whatever. And I'm like, F off and just waste them. And then the rest of the time, I just keep expanding, getting all the gold, take over the whole map. That's how I play that game. How do you you play it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> that's, how played, that's how I played Brood War. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, kind of same. I played that. Uh, I, Starcraft is the worst thing you want to do in Starcraft is turtle up and pretend like you're trying to protect everything. You're supposed to go out and be aggressive. Uh, and this game, too, it's an RTS, but there's so much fu- so much fun, like putting down farms and making people work your farms and having houses and lining them up nice and pretty and you know, getting all your siege weaponry out. So if someone, someone comes to the wall, yeah, they regret someone it. Someone tries to wreck it and you're like, but yeah. I don't <laughs> so know why I love that, but I do. But anyway, there's that. Uh, hey, Garrett, how's so you're hooked? Uh, we are we yeah, kind I'm of established the hottest turquoise haired boy slinging spells you've ever seen. Wow. What do you so you're never a caster in anything? I don't understand. I'm never this. a caster. No, I don't play casters, but I was like, all right, if I'm going to do this, I want a new experience. So, yeah. um, if, if anyone's unaware, like the way it works in Final Fantasy is you kind of pick, pick like up a base class. And then as you level up, eventually you specialize. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I picked an arcanist and I, I just, I just got to, I just got to run it, dude. I'm already level 40. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't think it'd be this. I know it's like, I still got a ways to go, but I thought I might get to 20, get bored and wander off. I'm sitting here right now thinking about Jones what I'm going to go do next. Yeah. When I get back in there. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I, uh, I did. 
Kyle, man, uh, he freaking, we've been doing Nexus Gaming News, and a couple weeks ago, he sold me hard on covering the Yoshi P interviews. Yeah. Um, Those were good. Because he's like the lead dev on Final Fantasy, and he, he did 30 some odd, and they were all under the same embargo, and they all released like the same day. It was yeah. a hell of a, of a PR accomplishment. They, they were good. Um, so yeah, I was like, all right, all right, fine, Kyle. Mm. I know you're playing, fine, I'll do this for you. I'll do this yeah. for you because because I love you. Yeah. Um, and uh, I gotta admit, dude, interesting dude. I like I like the cut of of Yoshi P's jib. And uh, so after that, I was like, all right, all right, f it. What is it? What's it for the complete edition? Sixty yeah. bucks. Let's let's go. Yeah. So I just I just pulled the trigger, and um, uh, and uh, yeah, there's a whole there's a whole Nexus Gaming news up about it right now. I don't mean for this to be a big big like promotion for it, but the. Latest episodes up. Uh, it's our first YouTube video. Like naturally, get over a thousand views. So I'm like super proud of it. Um, we had a Choo Choo well Charles thing go absolutely viral, but I don't count that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just been really cool. And I, I talk about on there like um, Katie walked in one night and she's like, "Oh damn, you you finally decided to play this thing, didn't you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." And she's like, "Do they have non-combat pets?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Well, you know, I'm pretty sure they do." Uh, and I had, you know, I was I was in the main city uh, in in. Laminsa, I believe is what it's called. Um, I'm still learning names. And oh my God, some of these names, it looks like they're someone terrible. just smashed the keyboard. Oh, no, they're yeah. terrible. I hate those um, names. But anyway, so like, I'm like, yeah, I know where everyone's hanging out. So I, and I hadn't done this yet. So I go to this main area where everyone's hanging out and we spent 30 minutes just looking at pets people had out. And that was like the moment where I was like, <laughs> yo, people are just here because they like being here. Yeah. People are just here hanging, showing off, yeah. talking to their friends. Yeah. Syncing up uh, emotes that make it look like they're doing things they shouldn't be doing in public. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yeah. They got their version of Goldshire, just, man. They know how to. They know how to rock it on a Saturday. Th- this night. was not. I'm not on that server. This is just. This is your run of the mill. Sure. Fantasy <laughs> server. People are still. Uh, Garrett just looked down the wrong alley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I was more concerned with what they were doing to their alley, but. <laughs> But yeah, it was just after that, I was like, I just spent the, like, it's just oozes charm. Like I get, it's not the, pre- I don't like, I got, I got some flack for this. I was like, I don't know. I, I like the way world of Warcraft looks more. I prefer the style of world of Warcraft and, pe- sure. and I got some flack. People were like, Oh my God, final fantasy is so much more technologically advanced. And I'm like, yeah, on a technical aspect. Yes. Yeah. We're talking for the art direction. Yeah, Art direction is a different issue. I'm with you yeah. on that. I don't, I'm not a huge, but again, that's, you know, I don't love the aesthetic of JRPGs generally, I don't really like, you know, over anime, anime, anime of things. Like I'm, I'm not, it's not yeah, my jam. I, I like the I'm Western a, style, but yeah. yeah, I'm not against it. Like I had a really, a pretty hardcore anime stint in my early teens. Um, but it, I, it didn't really stick. So, so I just kind of dip my toe back in the anime pond every once in a while. When I see something that catches my eye, I wouldn't consider myself a weeb, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> But um, like yeah, there there are parts of anime that I really do enjoy an anime aesthetic, and the, it's all there. All of the like, because I am American, all of the things that seem like strange and off color to me, just coming in from from like you know your your goofy anime isms, like it yeah. is. It's refreshing and it's fun, and it, I'm just having a good time. I'm it's, glad to I hear keep it. saying that it's just very charming, and that was yeah. the thing that I don't think I understood until I gave it like an honest try. Yeah. I remember this is pretty funny. This will crack. Well, it cracks me up. It may not crack anyone else up. Maybe Jocelyn, maybe this will crack you up. I don't know. But I laugh at everything. Back in June. <laughs> back in, I'm glad you do. Back in June, uh, when Garrett and I first had conversations about the show needs to probably 
broaden its horizons. Like we got to, wow, it just wasn't cutting it. And as everyone knows, this is before all the allegation issues, all that other stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is <laughs> like a month later before that. It was all before that. A lot of people think this is what caused it. It was more it. of a, Hey, Shadowlands ain't that great, is it? No. Yeah, okay. It like what hard are we to do a do? show about a game we not really enjoying. So we were having this talk and I said to him, here's a list or we did a list of like, where could we go? You know, just brain brainstorming, shooting the shit. Here's like a list of 10 things we could do. We could do just blizzard stuff, or we could uh, broaden that out to be things that popped out of blizzard that we talked about doing, you know, uh, these different companies that sprung from blizzard will cover their games. And, and then we realized, well, those aren't even near coming out. So it's like, well, what's the point of that? And so we had all this back and forth. And one of them was, Hey, we could just shift over and do a final fantasy show. And Garrett goes, oh, hell no, I'm never playing. I'm never going to play that game. I'm not into that at all. I'm, I'm more likely to. My, my issues, <laughs> my, my, my aversion to Final Fantasy is well documented. <laughs> I love it. I love that we, were, that we had that. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm the happiest person on earth to admit when I was wrong. Like, I, really, I love being wrong about shit. Yeah. Like, it's, it's among my favorite experiences is like being super grumpy, thinking something looks terrible, and then playing it and being like, oh, Oh, this is pretty good. Or, or trying it. Like, I love being wrong about food. I love wrong being being wrong about movies and uh, and music. And oh, food's I love being the wrong best. about games. I like that you mentioned food. Food's always good to be wrong about. I like that. Like poutine. Oh, God, I used I to was, think poutine yeah. would be gross, and then I had poutine, and I loved it. So now <laughs> I, I went on this rant. What, where were we? Oh, I think it was, it was before Angry Chicken when yeah, I lost I internet. Oh, <laughs> where I was like. I was like, yo, why isn't poutine popular in the States? It's literally three things we can't get enough of. French fries, gravy, and cheese. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't have, I mean, they have it places, but just not, it's rare and I don't get it. So Jocelyn, uh, you are now officially the poutine representative of all Canada. If you could make that. We have that, it everywhere. Yeah. If you could make <laughs> that happen down here, we'd really appreciate it. But now I've mentioned Canada, so I have to do this again. Canada. All right. Now we'll read this um, email. Uh, sorry, I did all this out of order. Hey, Scott Garrett and Jocelyn says, John, it says, I finished up the episode about cooperative gameplay and you guys talked about Halo a lot. I'm 28 and grew up playing Halo 3 and Halo Reach all the time in high school. And something that really stuck out to me then was the pregame lobbies. Voice chat was very common. Uh, or, sorry, voice chat was very common. And that uh, at that time uh, before the game was really cool. Uh, I'm sorry. That's written weird. The game was really cool time to meet people and talk about stuff, assuming nobody was a racist butthole. Well, I would agree with that. That's never good. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel that way about anything that involves talking to other people. I I agree. Uh, He says, I remember seeing somebody's gamer tag that had my area code on it and uh, only. That's a bad idea. Yeah, that is a bad idea. (laughs) I don't know why you do that to yourself. He says, only to find out it was from my area and we had mutual friends. I feel like interactions like those don't exist anymore with our fast internet instant matchmaking world we live in. Not much else to add, just reflecting on how those times have come and passed. And I can look back on them fondly. Best, John. Um, Yeah, like, it's a different time now. Your chances of, you know, firing up left for or uh, uh, back for blood and doing a rando game with people you don't know, your chances of walking away with a friendship or even just a gamer tag let's play this again with each other friendship really really low like really low but i do think there's there's hope in what we call mmos i think mmos are a place where that's still really possible um i mean to me in my life it's literally well beyond possible it's how i don't know you guys without it right i don't know most of the people i work with without it uh massive amounts of my life are tied up in things that came out of MMOs. 
and those relationships springing from those. So, so that's the one aspect of gaming where I still feel like it's possible. And hearing about the positivity of both the, the Final Fantasy and the ESO crowd and, and other MMOs out there that aren't World of Warcraft, um, hearing how friendly and welcoming that those, those people are in a general sense gives me hope that that will continue to be true, that MMOs will be a place where people can find friends, find solace, find safe places, and find like-minded you know, players. Um, whereas the rest of, you know, certainly in competitive gaming, the halos of the world and that sort of thing, I don't have a lot of hope for that stuff. Because, you know, racist buttholes, they exist. <laughs> uh, thank you, John, for your email. The instance at gmail.com is the email address to use. Before we get out of here, another reminder that we just launched a Patreon today, literally this morning. So go check it out, patreon.com slash instance. If you're now listening to the show and you missed the top of the show uh, mention, if you were a supporter on the previous system, you've been emailed and told what to do, uh, which means you're canceled over there and you can hop over on the new one. Uh, we'd really appreciate it if you did. If you're brand new, we'd love you in there as well. Lots of reasons to go sign up, including bonus content you'll get today, like on day one, uh, and every week, no matter what level you sign up for. So head on over, support us today at patreon.com slash instance. Uh, let's take it around the table here. Uh, Jocelyn, anything going on this week you'd like folks to watch or check out? Absolutely, actually. Uh, tomorrow is Extra Life Game Day! Yay! So um, we're going to be streaming for most of the day tomorrow, hopefully. Um, I'm still recovering from my prescri- from my procedure a couple weeks ago, so I'm probably going to be no cam, like chilling on the couch for most of the day, but uh, we're going to go as long as I can, <laughs> and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're raising money for the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals, so I'm just going to tell you guys to go and check out my Twitch page. Um, I'm Joss Plays, J-O-C-E Plays, over on Twitch. Um, and we're going to be starting about 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern time tomorrow morning. So nice. come and check it out. It's yep. going to be a good time. I will be swinging by myself. Very excited for you guys. Uh, Garrett, anything going on this week? Uh, yeah. I mean, really, the big thing I'd like to promote is the same thing I mentioned earlier, which is uh, go listen to the latest episode of Nexus Gaming News to hear my thoughts of... Uh, you can hear me tell the story of my my cold heart melting in the direction of Final Fantasy. Um, so you can pick that up uh, anywhere you get your podcasts. Nexus Gaming News exists. Or uh, go check out YouTube.com slash TV because uh, the video version is up over there. And the comment section is wildly active at the moment. Oh, so look at you guys. Yeah, if you're also just getting started, the comment section has now become just a bunch of really kind people giving the things they wish they knew when they started playing. Oh, there you go then. I like yeah, that. I'll drop a link in the chat too. I have a lot of things I wish I knew when I when I played that game. And you're also tempting me to fire up my subscription. So nice job on that. Uh, uh, go to John's server because that's where I am. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm already on there is where I'm at. Uh, although didn't with the huge influx, a bunch of people moved because they gave free transfers. I wonder if that changed. Hmm. Yeah, but also I believe they're making it like relatively soon. You're going to be able to play wherever. Yeah, that's oh, true. So John moved. Well, wherever John is now is where I'm at. Wherever he, yeah, I'll find. I'll figure it out. John's always trying to get me to play anyway, so we'll see what we, we'll see what happens. Do it, Scott. Do it. Do it. You won't do it. <laughs> uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you all for listening. There's of course plenty more going on on the Frog Pants Network, so check out frogpants.com for a show schedule and details and where you can get all those shows. Uh, we would love it if you did that. And in the meantime, our website is theinstance.net, and you can find links to everything we do, how to contact us, our Twitter accounts, all that stuff right there. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Garrett, and for Jocelyn. We'll see you next time.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.